big part of life is hustling and learning to hustle. This episode is brought to you by Pied Out Cookies. Take amazing flavors like pecan pie, peach cobbler, strawberry shortcake, and pineapple upside down and pack them into a delectable cookie. You can order at piedout.com. That's P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Once again, P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Enjoy. Ride home is getting boring, so you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Man, I um, I had a pretty good day today, especially, you know, the last episode was, was this morning. And, you know, I had a little bit of, of a rough day, a little bit of an emotional day, um, as as we all do, especially if we, we're trying to maintain a lot, trying to make sure our families are good, trying to make sure that we have something that we own and trying to make sure that we bring home a little bacon. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. Um, today, um, or right now, I, I wanted to kind of um, speak on something that I have been uh, <clears throat> engaged in uh, today. So it's fresh. I hope I don't get hit. <clears throat> okay, I think we're good so far. Um, but it's fresh on my mind. Um, now, keep in mind, I am not an expert. This is just something else that I'm adding to what I'm doing to ensure that I am covering all bases within my life. I don't want to sit and say, I wish I would have, um, I, I should have or anything like that. So I'm doing a lot and I really don't care what people think. You know, people be like, oh, focus on one thing. I ain't got time for that. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm really good at something and I have some really good products. And I've worked to perfect those things. And now I'm trying to make sure that I have a whole life. Because um, just being focused on one thing and being at the apex of one thing. What happens if you lose that one thing? Or when you lose that one thing? Or when you lose love for that one thing? Then you're going to realize you're a whole person. So, anyway. So... I am in the process of, um, you know, investing. When I say investing, I'm just talking about stocks, bonds, um, ETFs, things like that. I believe ETFs is exchange traded funds, which is basically just a a group, um, an organization has purchased um, different stocks and pulled them together, kind of like a mutual fund type thing. Um, But I think it's a little more specified and it's a lot less stocks than a mutual fund will hold. So um, basically what I what I wish I would have done. See, there's that wish you would have done that I don't want to have happen anymore. But what I wish I would have done is when I first graduated college and got my job that I would have just started, you know, got me a some type of account. Ameritrade. I don't think Robin Hood was out at the time. Just and tried to figure it out and learn and just took, you know, ten dollars every two weeks and tried to, you know, build it and then invest that. Um, my goal was to pay off debt and to um excuse me. But my main goal 
was to pay off my debt on the front end and then on the back end just have a savings and what I learned through life and I, I went to business school and everything and I, I, sh- I, sh- I should have been paying attention um, to personal finances but I didn't what I learned through life is that when you have money the bank checking accounts you know some of them uh, yield interest and it's like you know what two cent four dollars ten dollars maybe a month if you get that but you got to have a good amount of money in there sitting in there in order to get that amount credit unions probably yield the best on those um interest yielding checking accounts and then the savings is just a little little bit bump higher a little bit of a bump higher um i believe in my uh my investment account with stocks the last year I, I think I've yielded over 30 something percent it's not bad you know I'm not Warren Buffett but I, I believe that's what my yield has been as far as the money that is made after I put my money in there and bought stocks so you know you're talking about 0.77 cent or however much a bank will give you or if you get a CD where you can't touch the money at all um, and see it come to fruition, you get a, you know a couple percent. All this is are good tools. Um, not spending all your money in any way, shape, or form is a good discipline um, to perfect, right? But when, when the older you get, the more you understand that you are merely planning for your future for your children or whatever or when you retire and you want to just travel or whatever you want to do give your money away you're planning for that you get in your 30s you're you're not planning for that um and i know people just want to just continue to just have fun but you should have had fun in your 20s I mean, I wasn't just a partier like that. And I, I, I went up. I went all the way up in my 20s. As, as up as my personality could take me or, or my whatever, by uh, insecurity, my by, uh, reserveness, whatever. But I, 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 I felt like I went up. You know what I'm saying? Risky, risky, risky. I went up. Um, so now it's just about, you know, trying to maintain um, and, and trying to, trying to build that nest egg so when you retire you can actually once again get to a whole life so now I'm trying to do everything so I can understand what I will be doing in my future I'm not waiting till the future to have fun or anything like that but I am planning for the future because as we get older our energy is less and less our strength is less and less. Our time is less and less. We have more structure to our lives. We ain't just out all over the place. Some people are, and some people try to do it, and that's cool. But, you know, give a plus minus on where those people are 10 years after they turn 50. I mean, you know, I don't know the statistics on that. All I'm going to say, this is where I am. This is what I'm trying to do. Um, so I've been, you know, listening to podcasts like Earn Your Leisure and 
things like that. And, you know, my wife is big into Dave Ramsey as far as, like, paying down debt. And, uh, you know, we used to watch Susie Orman together, and she used to talk about having a full portfolio. You know, you, you get into all this stuff just to get information because if you're not an expert and it's not your passion, you don't want to waste, not waste, you don't want to use a whole lot of time trying to research all this stuff. So, you know, you, you pop on something interesting and you get some little tidbits and you, you try to go toward here and there. My main approach currently is I'm either investing in things that I use on a daily basis, on a recurring basis, like that I, I have to keep purchasing, like certain clothes that I'm, I purchased multiple from them multiple times or um, certain you know websites like Amazon. I don't have Amazon stock, but I'm connected to the companies that are connected to Amazon. I have investments in in those stocks and you know and then you, you look at um so what they call growth stocks and these these burgeoning um groups like beyond meat i had stock in beyond meat um when it went through the roof and everybody was excited about having a vegan meat like you know vegans and different people that was on the train was excited um but then you look at the different you know food manufacturers and you look at their stock price and you recognize you know this is not going to last forever, so you got to... Me, I don't know if it will or not, but me, I, I don't want to play the risky game because it's not even a dividend-yielding stock, which means, you know, dividend-yielding stock, some stocks like UPS, every three months or so, just for having that stock, they give you money. You ain't got to sell nothing or nothing, and they give you money. That's dividend-yielding. Then you got your growth stocks. Those are stocks, basically, that they're more volatile, they can make you more money in the stock market and they can make big jumps, but they're not giving no money out. They're literally using their, the earnings that they make for that company. So right now I'm in the process of looking what growth, looking at what growth stocks I can get rid of and try to get some, some more dividend yielding stocks and try to diversify a little bit. Um, I really want to get into bonds a little bit just for a little bit of security but um, for the most part um, just trying to um, clothing and um, food and what I really do is I, I want to be the people who either are the source of the food the growers people who grow food and sell it wholesale it or um, the people who put it on the truck and take it to the store and that's 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 really my mindset because those people will always be necessary and their stocks won't be as high performing, but they will always have opportunities for growth depending on how their leadership is. Um, so that's that's some of the stuff that I'm doing. I'm trying to keep it simple. Um, I'm trying to pay attention. Like if I hear something, like stocks go down based on emotion of investors, right? That's why stocks drop. Just Let's just be real. It's not because the company now sucks or the company is now great. It's because somebody, multiple people in their head are saying, oh, man, I don't want to risk that. Somebody will come out like a company will come out with their financial report. And people say, oh, they making less than I thought they would. Or, oh, they, they look like they're in a negative. Oh, they ain't got no cash. And people start running. And that stock starts dropping because everybody's trying to sell it off. And with so many trying to sell it off, somebody can literally sit and be like, hmm. I'll take it for less. 
because people are trying to get rid of it. That's how stock prices go down. Just to let you know. Somebody or somebody said something about that company and then people say, oh, I need to get off this train. And that's how they go up too. Earnings, oh, the earnings is the earnings are a lot better than I thought they would be. And then boom, they threw the roof as far as the stock price. Or, oh, they coming out with some new technology. Or, or once again, an investor say, oh, man, this company's great. And then everybody say, oh, I got to go get it. I got to go. It's just like the Jordans. When they put out their release date, that's why they charge so much. Because there's so many people wanting to go get it. If y'all stop jumping out on the release date, them things will go from 250 back to 120 But it's just based on consumers. Just like the rest of life. Like, you know, if I can sell something to somebody and it, I keep selling out at a low price and somebody be like, man, bump that, man. I ain't going to miss another sale. I buy your junk for $10. Now $10 is the price. And whoever wants it for $10 can get it. And whoever does not, you can go. But if there's, if there's a level of demand, more than likely it'll sell for ten dollars um so that's just that's that's how i look at stocks right that is something that i learned in school to make a synopsis my own personal synopsis it's 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 a place that mirrors the world and allows companies to to get cash by saying you can own a piece of my company here are my federally regulated earnings reports come on this and this is the amount I'm selling it for and then people all around say oh yeah that's a good price you know experts oh that's a good price or experts oh that's a bad price and then people around you know based on the high level of interest they say sorry I had to break three times because somebody was really about to get stupid you know but anyway based on the high level of interest the people, you know, be like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And then that's what the price is. So I, I know that in a nutshell. Um, and another thing. Oh, Lord, she on her phone. I'm going to get from over here. This girl going to run into the back of me and I'm I'm, I'm going to be fussing. But. Yeah. And then, then another thing, I just look at the stuff that I buy over and over and over again. And I look at the, the large companies and who, who supplies those large companies. Real simple stuff. But that was just a part of what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about, like, you know, starting out as an entrepreneur and what I thought I was going to be doing versus now what, I, what I'm doing. And not necessarily, like, what, what business, but, like, how to, um, how to get money, how to save money, how to invest money. You know, you learn a lot. When you out here and you like, I ain't making no money. And even if you don't make a dollar, you, you pull a lot of information uh, in order to um, be able to use it in the future. Like I said, that's how I start selling T-shirts. I'm like, oh, it's as simple as me designing a shirt and then they'll fulfill it. Okay, well, um, people wear T-shirts every day. And there's no cost for me to do it. We just, you know, they take a little bit on the back end. And I don't have to provide the shirt. 
I don't have to provide the screen printer. I don't have to provide um, uh, delivery service. I don't have to work none of that out. All I got to do is set the price. They give you price limits. Set the price. Give them the design. Tell them where to put it. And then they do it. That's a hustle. Right? That's a way to gain money. And if you popping in social media or popping on, on this turf, on this land out here, you can get people to buy your stuff. So that's one hustle. So my hand is there. Right? Then I have products that I've created. The cookies, the seasoning, um, the sauces that we're going to come out with. Then that's that's another level of our hustle. Right? That's another place that we're going with our hustle. That's the meat and potatoes of it all, so to speak. Uh, for lack of a better term, that's 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 the body of the whole thing. Um, and then you just try to figure out different stuff like social media and YouTube and trying to monetize here and there. Now that's hard work. Like <clears throat> I worked hard. Here's my perspective, you know. And every entrepreneur has to come to their own understanding. But some people just don't want to work for people. But I have such an interesting perspective on this thing, right? It's one thing to not want to go clock in and this and that. But it's another. I got a whole degree, right? So I'm going to go clock in and I'm going to have to answer to people. And I'm going to get a steady, consistent, pretty good check. And I'm going to get benefits because I'm salary. I'm going to get benefits and I'm going to get retirement, 401k, 403b, whatever, your flavor. I'm going to get all of that stuff, right? And it's, 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 it's going to be a benefit to me to do that because I put in so much blood, sweat, and tears to graduate college. Literally. Tears. Literally. You know what I'm saying? To graduate college to get my degree to be able to do it or you can embark on this whole journey and be doing the same amount of work probably more did you hear me you probably gonna be doing more work because it ain't no sleep for no entrepreneur when everybody's sleeping it's two in the morning what you got to do at eight you might not have nothing to do at eight so guess what two to seven I'm, I'm plotting I'm planning I'm preparing I'm trying to update my recipes and I'm trying to you know figure out what I'm gonna post and just you know really just put my brain to work it is what it is um so you start trying to figure out how you can put yourself in position so I got like this little side account right where I can purchase stocks and it's, it's a small account, man. I'm talking about, like, it's not that much money in it. But it's grown. Like, it's really, really, really grown. And then I have my, my large account, my, my uh, you know, my IRA account. And my IRA was invested into from me gaining my 401k. Always using my match. If you work and you are, you're trying to be an entrepreneur... Understand that those benefits, like health insurance and all that type of stuff, your job, until until you can, like I said, rival what your job is providing you, man, your job, it, it has, 
you know, health insurance, dental, all that type stuff. Now, if you don't have a job like that, you might be able to jump ship. But me, you know, like, they had all that, and I got a family. So, you know, it, it's a steady income. You know, and depending on what job you choose, you can leave on time and kind of have an actual schedule to be able to do other things, you know, um, without trying to make a dime. And then you just building your empire. Because I'm going to tell you, this is what people don't tell you about being an entrepreneur. It's a lot easier to create and it's a lot easier to take specific chances when you're backed by money. If you're an entrepreneur coming from nothing like me, where it ain't no fanfare or nothing like that, no backing, putting your own money up, that 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 dollar that's that's taking care of stuff in your personal life is very important. Where you can be like, hey, I can have a giveaway. Cause when I was just in the mindset of doing it full time to explore that option not even explore that option that was my option it's cool and all but every decision is like man that that could cost us this month mm, we can't do that mm -mm, no or oh we gotta do that we have to do that instead of just being like mm -mm, once a month they come get it you know you setting your parameters instead you gotta anytime somebody say hey you wanna come out you like yeah I do Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I would like to come out. And that's that's just kind of is what it is when you're an entrepreneur. You're going and going and going. You're on your feet. You know, I, I'm, I didn't go to school, culinary art school, but I could cook. But I was on my feet cooking food and baking and this, that. I was on my feet for hours at a time. That became my job. So you got to understand with ownership, it comes a little bit of buy-in. But if you can't see an end and you start to see that this process is going to be a little longer where you're, you're basically your own employee, which means you're your customer's employee. Um, hey, man, you work for somebody. Believe it or not, you working for something. When somebody orders some food and they order two plates, only two plates and you got to get up out of your bed because they gave you the money already you work for somebody so let's get that understood like I said man I went through a lot so I have to I have to explain certain things because I know we don't know it all sounds good you know what I'm saying being your own boss you know putting together your empire but it also also sounds good to be like, oh, just wait. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you build your funds and, and, and you continue to all that. At the end of the day, what it's going to take is you figuring it out. Because like I said, you may be, here's the thing, you may be working a job that does not benefit you whatsoever to be there all day. You ain't making nothing. So you might as well take some chances. I can see people doing that. If you got a degree and you working within that degree and you got all full benefits and everything else, yeah, I can see you sliding back a little bit. You don't have to though, because you may have a product 
that's good as gold. But um, I guess in my ignorance, I mean, let's just call it what it is. I'm not going to try to make myself seem like I was, you know, I just, you know, I was just testing the field. In my ignorance, I jumped out there. And I had to learn. But also, it was my my heart and my hustle that allowed me to jump out there. Because things weren't going to continue to go the way they were going. And I knew that. And I wanted to shake some stuff up. I wish I would have made a little money last year. I wish I would have fed myself a little better last year as far as, you know, the money. Um, but, yeah, man, that was it was going to have to happen in some, in some fashion. Me moving on and trying to find something that didn't occupy my time. Because, I, like I said, my boss, man, great guy, great mentor, helped me out a lot. Even the stuff that I, I, I think about in business or investing, you know, just him sitting in the office and us having talks. It helped prepare me for that. Paying off debt, all that. Just it, it helped me. But that's the person. The business side of it is that, you know, he wanted me to use more time, more of my time at work. And my wife already got a job like that. And some of y'all, y'all hear this and be like, oh, well, you giving it up to your wife. But y'all don't know my wife. You know, if you're playing with Michael Jordan, it don't matter how many points you scored in college. You playing with MJ. My wife is an MJ type figure. So she's not going to stop because she's worked so hard to get to where she's going. And I ain't going to stop her. I, I, I ain't going to never be that. I ain't going to never be that guy. To take to take an opportunity out of somebody's hands to, to make myself feel like a man. So you, you can talk to your partners and be like, yeah, she had to hang that up, man. I make the money in my house. I ain't that type of person. I get in where I fit in. I'm trying to build my thing, and she got her thing built, and we coming together, and we going to make it work. I'm the CEO of my company. When I say my company, my family. I'm the chief executive officer. That does not mean I'm the smartest person in the room all the time, and that does not mean I won't have to make sacrifices. That just means when it comes down to the last person to make the decision, it's going to be on me. Every time. Whether it's moving or where our child is going to go to school or, you know, even dealing with work. I could have literally told her, hey, you're going to have to chill out on that job. You got to get something else. I could have told her that. But why would I, why would I, like I talked about in the last episode with regard to sacrifice, that ain't love to me. I know that 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 she is into this. I know that she she wants, she loves, she loves the corporate world. Not some of the people, because you know people can run you bone dry. But she loves the corporate world, so she a hundred percent in like that. In in. You know what I'm saying? Just she all the way in. And I knew like if I'm all the way in and she all the way in, our daughter's gonna suffer. Our house is gonna suffer. Our family's gonna suffer. So somebody gotta make it around. And we work for the man. So in the end, you know, you, you're doing all this hard work. You need to 
it needs to be applied somewhere. All these lessons you're learning need to be applied somewhere. So, you know, that's where I'm at with it. And that, that's what we're doing, you know. We are building this thing. And as an entrepreneur, I, I'm touching a lot of different things. And all of them ain't going to work. All of them haven't worked. Like I said, I started out as a caterer. And it, it didn't work just because it didn't, like, have options. That's number one. And number two, I, I kind of missed my window. And number three, COVID. So, you know, it's just like, it just didn't work. And it felt like it wasn't going to work. After my biggest event, I said, this ain't going to work. After my biggest event, my biggest check, we sitting in the car and I'm like, where does this go? That's what spurred me to stop working. Because it's like, I'm either going to have to let this go completely. This don't make no sense. I'm prepping on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for an event, a huge wedding on Saturday. Get up early on Saturday and finish cooking everything, take it over to the place. I mean, you know, working a lot of time and, you know, we closing months out at work and, you know, trying to stay late certain times and, you know, work until, you know, seven, eight, nine early in the week to try to make sure that. I get everything done for my time. Like, it's just like, if I'm doing this, there has to be some benefit to it. You know, either I'm going to have a, grow a catering company like Sodexo or something like that, or we're going to shut this down. Because I just feel like a worker bee right now. Ain't no boss stuff to it. I'm just cooking people food. And you know, the level of appreciation that you, that you give yourself when you make a cool dish or your family may give you when you when you make a cool meal. When you cater, people just like you the cook. Oh, okay. And some like two people will tell you it's really good, and everybody else just be staring at you. I'm just being real. And I was just like, I can't. This is just work at this point. So either I'm just gonna do this or I'm gonna do my job. So I decided to try it out. And, you know, circumstances stepped in and said, yeah, you're right. You need to stop this. So I stopped because that was going to be the most time consuming thing. And I, then I, 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 well, first I was stopped and then I had to just grind out on the cookies, whatever was available. There wasn't a waste of money because let me tell you, some of these markets is a waste of money. I ain't talking about a market where you don't make no money. I'm talking about a market that's like, man, let me, let me just say it. There's like a comedy show that's in indoors and it's dark and it ain't really no place for the vendors to be. And they just kind of popped in because it's like a little small bar where y'all at and you selling cookies and ain't nobody came there thought about grabbing a cookie. The whole setup is just kind of wild and crazy. Um, and you look like a person just sitting at the table with food. Because it ain't it ain't no space for your table, your setup, your sign, really. That's the type of stuff I had to take because I didn't have no job. Like it's like, well, let's see if we can get something. And you mess around and not get no no dog on sales. Y'all ain't never been through that, huh? Well, you sitting down there and you ain't getting no sales. 
and you explaining your product, telling people this, that, the other, and then somebody asks you 30 questions, and then they be like, I might come back, and then they don't come back. It's like, it's time to go. I had a whole week of that. You know what I'm saying? But then also, you had events where, you know, they gave you your setup, they made sure they people knew that you was in the building, and it, it worked out, and you make a little money. And then they start doing the outdoor stuff. And that's when I got with State of Mind. And, you know, sometimes I don't make money in State of Mind. But I, I know they, I believe in them. You know what I'm saying? I believe in their growth and they reach. Now, do I have the funds to do it every week? No, I, I can't do that. But I, I believe in them and I believe in what they trying to do. So I fool with them. HTX Market is another one that I love. I'm just, I'm fooling with uh, um, State of Mind. Like I said, and I'm just not, I'm not, I'm no longer um, in a place where I'm just going to just be spending my money like that. And you can make some money with HTX Market. But, you know, their events are like, you know, all over the city. And I, I want to like, I want people to be like, yeah, he be over there. Or like, oh, you remember that one cookie company? I wonder if they're going to be there. And I'm there. And they ain't got to try to see where I, it ain't like where's Waldo, where I'm going to be around the city. You know. But anyway, this is just me speaking and spitting about life of an entrepreneur. You know, trying to find ways to make money, secure money. Think about your future. Make sure your family good all at the same time. And you're still trying to build your business. Like, I'm still building. And this is the, like I said, this podcast, this is the raw and real. This is stuff that I don't tell people. You know, you ain't going to hear me just walking around telling people we didn't make no money this week. You know, you find uh, business owners at markets and you find a bunch of liars. How you doing? This episode is brought to you by the 58th Flavor Seasoning. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th Flavor. Order now at 57flavors.com. That's 57flavors.com. The 58th Flavor. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th Flavor. All right, I'm back after that quick break. Yeah, man. Um, But yeah, you'll find a bunch of liars. How you doing over here? All good, man. We almost sold out. You come back over there and you like, dang, they got a lot of stuff left. That's almost sold out. They must have a big order. Somebody made a big order at the end. They must be coming. Like, we all be doing it. Like, you know, you like, shoot. Straight up. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If I got one left, depending on what I feel social media need, well, I used to do this. I. I ain't got a, I ain't got a high cap with y'all no more. Um, but I used to just be like, ooh, sold out. My wife be like, that's pretty much sold out. Go ahead and hit him with it. But now I'm I'm cool. Telling people you sold out, like that whole social media game is like, oh, you gotta find posts. So everybody find the same post. Sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. Ooh, look at me cooking food. Look at me cooking food. Look at me. You know, like, that whole social media game is like, um, it's tiring. 
because you continue you continuously trying to find content now i'm just having a good time i cook every day so now i just whatever i cook i'm just like this is it and then i may you know show you what i do in the kitchen i like to dance i like to i like to get down so i get down man but yeah i'm just you know i'm on you know i'm on another i'm on a whole nother thing with regard to my hustle you go to work you hustle you get off work you spend a little time with family weekend come you hustle you a little, little free time you do the little free time thing then you get a couple hours to, to work on designs or whatever you hustle then monday come you back to work to hustle life is a hustle man don't kill yourself doing it because i didn't have some scary events too that happened just because i was stretching myself real thin in this catering game you don't be eating you don't be drinking no water you should be trying to finish no i don't want that no i'm cool i had to wash my hands all this type of stuff now i'm straight um but in the end i'm here and we doing all right we okay we, we in a we in a better place um because um because of the preparation that took place before I even thought about being a caterer. I always knew I wanted to own something, but I didn't know I wanted to be, um, I didn't really want to be a caterer because that was like my, it was like cooking food was like my passion or whatever. But anyway, yeah, man, just, just know when you're an entrepreneur, it's a bunch of hustles and you're going to have to sit down one day and you're going to have to determine are my bunch of hustles like is it is it more beneficial for me to work for an entity or more beneficial for me to slave for consumers because um if you're not a boss i mean you know you're not a boss I hate to say it like that but that's just the truth you know you're not a boss you're not a boss boss got the ship rolling and you got staff to carry out certain things if you're doing all yourself yeah you slightly the boss but you're an employee too you're a worker too you know but that's just my perspective on what i was dealing with and what i had to learn and how i had to you know even up my hustle even more and and hustling don't it don't always mean making money but it mean you know you making your way towards it but anyway, y'all, yeah, man, um, you got to have that all-around hustle. You do. You got to constantly be thinking, constantly be working. Um, and then when you learn, you learn that, you know, doing all that stuff might not even get you um, as far as what you thought it would. And then you get smarter and you realize you got to hustle. And then the rest of your hustle is, you know, doing it with your family and all that good stuff. And having a balance. Balance that hustle out. Use that spirit with the rest of your life. But anyway, man, I'm at the end of my drive. I'm about to spend this beautiful weekend with my family. I hope y'all have a great weekend. I'm probably not going to be checking in with y'all this weekend. If so, it'll be a little quickie. But, man, I had such a great week with y'all once again. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all don't even understand how much I appreciate y'all to be able to, you know, stay awake on these long drives um, to the house and also just you know, speak my mind, share my insight, you know, I love it. 
I'll talk to y'all soon. This episode is brought to you by Latimer House Clothing. Ain't no house like the Latimer House. That's L-A-T-I-M-E-R-H-A-U-S. Latimer House Clothing. Ain't no house like the Latimer House.